Welcome to Worship as Pilgrimage. Whether you're on the grounds at Woodland or walking your neighborhood, make your next step a step on sacred ground. Worship as Pilgrimage is a podcast of Woodland Baptist Church. Our opening sentences come from the Reverend Dr. Michael Masser. Oh God, we so often don't prepare properly in Advent. We listen to the testimonies of Advent in an almost ho-hum sort of fashion. After all, we've heard the stories so many times, we think we know them by heart. And yet, it is in the realm of the heart that we least know these stories. For our hearts have been conditioned to treat your messages and your messengers with a sophisticated politeness. You come to us to invite us to a wonderful party, we think. But if we listen in the manner of Isaiah or Joseph or Mary, we would recognize that your coming is never a sweet invitation to something wonderfully familiar. Rather, the message of Christmas is an invitation into the unknown, the almost absurd notion of following you into the dark, and a most frightening dark at that. So today, may our preparations be done with the timidity and uneasy expectation of being called into the mystery of your will, into a kingdom that is taking shape even as we worship. Help us to gather with bated breath and wide-eyed wonder. This we ask because of Bethlehem's babe. Amen.
Psalm 126 from the Psalms Now translation. Let us begin this day with rejoicing. Let us acknowledge our Lord's love and concern and allow our bodies to break forth into happy hilarity. Let us give our nerves and muscles the healthy exercise of laughter. The Lord has done such wonderful things for us. Let us be glad. The day before us is uncertain. We don't know what we will encounter on our way. While we rejoice with those who rejoice, we shall also weep with those who suffer. While we may be surprised by heavenly bliss, we may also pass through corridors of darkness. Wherever we go, we go forth as children and servants of the living God. And we go forth to touch the lives of men and women with his healing love. Let us begin this day with rejoicing and return to our homes with gladness. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, creator of all, you give shape to our lives and sustain us each moment. Renew our hope in you today. Give us courage to lament what we have lost. And once we do the work grief and loss demands, help us to see the new beginnings you give us. Give us courage and hope to make it through this year. We pray for all who suffer from COVID-19. We, we pray for doctors, nurses, and medical workers. We pray for local officials and leaders making difficult decisions. We pray for business owners who have few choices. Help us to rebuild. God, for the many who are suffering today, going through treatment for cancer or recovering from surgery, we lift them up to you. For those whose scars aren't seen, we lift them up to you. Help us to pay attention, so that in that renewed focus through your Spirit, we might be reminded of the grace upon grace within which we live. Through the eyes of the Spirit, we might see a world renewed by your goodness. We might know mercies waking up each morning. And through this sacred perspective, we might come to live out the thanksgiving and gratitude we celebrate this season. Because of the bounty of your blessing, God, there is much to be thankful for. And for all that is and all that will be, we say thank you. Amen.
prayer for illumination. Be still and know that God is here. Be still and know that God is near. Be still and know that God is here. A reading from Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me, he has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. For they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations.
Henry Nouwen once said, When we think about the people who have given us hope and have increased the strength of our souls, we might discover that they were not the wardens or moralists, but the few who were able to articulate in words and actions the human condition in which we participate and who encouraged us to face the realities of life. Those who do not run from our pains but touch them with compassion bring healing and new strength. The paradox is that the beginning of healing is in the solidarity with the pain. In our solution-oriented society, it is more important than ever to realize that wanting to alleviate pain without sharing it is like wanting to save a child from a burning house without the risk of being hurt. And this is what God does at Christmas. God takes on human flesh to participate in the human condition, to walk in our shoes, and bring healing and solidarity. And what God wants from us this Christmas is for us to do that too.
As you go, receive this Advent benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And by the tender compassion of our God, may the dawn from on high break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. And may that light guide our feet into the way of peace. Amen.